Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank God Almighty for another powerful day like this that the Lord has given unto us. This is the doing of the Lord. Bible says, let us be glad and rejoice in it. Today, I want to talk about a very powerful and short sermon entitled, The God of Supernatural Provision. Our God is a God of supernatural provision. God provides supernaturally. He's the able God. He's able to do all kinds of things. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. Father, we give you praise. We give adoration. This day, we say, come and take dominion. Come and fill us. Come and teach us your word. Let your word have dominion over our souls. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As I was saying earlier, we are going to talk about the God of supernatural provision. Our God is a God of supernatural provision. God provides supernaturally for each and every soul. He's the provider of our life. God did not create anyone to let the person down just like that. But God has created us. He's the father of our life to provide for our being, to make sure that all is well with us, to make sure that everything is going well with our souls, that we don't lack any good things on earth here. He's the God of supernatural provision, the God that provides supernaturally. There's nothing that God cannot provide for us. Amen. God has destined and has planned to prosper every seed of Abraham. In the book of Genesis chapter 17, verse 7 to 8, God promised to provide for every seed of Abraham. That any time you become born again, you become the seed of Abraham. And God has destined to provide something great for you. God has destined to bless you. God has destined to provide something mighty and great into your life. Let's read the book of Genesis chapter 17, verse 7 to 8. Amen. Our first reading is taken from Genesis chapter 17, verse 7 and 8. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant. Amen. God has promised us that he's going to what? Bring blessings. He's going to what? Bless the seed of Abraham. All the seed of Abraham. God has destined to us to bless this seed. God has prepared to bless our life. So as a Christian or as a born-again Christian, God has a special plan for you to bless you, to increase you, to bring increase, to bring what? Prosperity into your life. He has destined to prosper every seed of Abraham. That is the promise of God. That is the word of God concerning us as a Christian. That he will bless the seed. He will prosper us. He will make us prosperous on earth here. He's going to change things in our life. That is the perfect will of God concerning our life as Christians, as children of God. So he himself has promised. He himself has given the promise. This is the word of the Lord. Not the, Lord, not the word of any prophet or any other being. But God himself is speaking. That he has destined to prosper, to bless every seed of Abraham. To make them great, to make them big on earth here. That is the will of God. So there is the God of God, supernatural provision. He has made ready to prosper us. He's ready to think, to make things great for us. He's ready to make things possible for us. A glory, hallelujah. Amen. To be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. Verse 8. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land when thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession. 
and I will be their God. Amen. Amen. He said, oh, He's going to give all the land that He has promised them for an everlasting, not something temporal, but for something permanent, everlasting, forever something, something that is going to remain there forever. That is what God has blessing for the seed of Abraham. That's what God has prepared for us. That's what God has blessing to bring us through, to do into our life as Christians, as children of God. So anytime you become a seed of Abraham, God has destined to bless you, to prosper you. So he's going to give the land that he has promised you. God has promised you something great and he's going to provide this thing. He's going to make sure that that thing is being done. He is the God of what? Supernatural provision. He's going to provide supernaturally. Today you might not have anything, but God is there for you because he is the God of what? Supernatural provision. In the same Genesis chapter 22, 16 to 18, Bible talk of powerful things over there that God is going to do for the seed of Abraham. It's going to break into our life as children of God. Let's read Genesis. Our second reading is taken from Genesis chapter 22, verse 16 to 18. And said, By myself I have sown, said the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, then only son. Amen. By himself he have sworn that he have, Abraham have not what we held his only son. By himself, God is swearing to his own self that because he have, Abraham have not held his only son, he himself is swearing by himself. He's the greatest one because there was no one else that God to swear unto. But he himself is swearing unto himself that because Abraham have done this thing, let's see what he will do for him. That in blessing I will bless thee. In blessing he will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply. And in multiply, he will multiply thee. Seed as the star of, he- of the heaven. Seed as the seed of what? At the stars of heaven. That's what God is going to do. He's going to bless his life. And his seed will to be like the stars in heaven. And as the, uh, and as the sun is upon the seashore. And, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Amen. See, I see shall possess the gate of his enemies. It's going to bless your seed. Like the sand of the seesaw. You cannot count the sand of the seesaw. Like God is going to bless us supernaturally. He's going to bless us supernaturally. More than we can carry. More than we can have. That's what God has destined to do for us. So he's going to bless our, our life. He's going to turn things in our life. He's going to make our life what? mighty. He said, thy seed shall be. Shall all nations of the earth be blessed. Say thy seed shall all the nation be blessed. That we are the seed of Abraham. Thy seed shall be blessed. So God has blessing for us to be blessed. God has promised that we are going to be blessed. He has blessing blessings into our life. That things should be well with us. That things should go well with us. Say because you have obeyed the voice of the Lord, mighty things shall take dominion. Greater things shall take place in the life of Abraham. Are you the seed of Abraham? If truly you are the seed of Abraham, then know that there's blessing awaiting for you. God has destined to bless you. God has destined to bring supernatural provision into your life. Just wait upon the Lord. Just call upon Him. And you will see the supernatural thing that God will do into your life. God has destined mighty things. Amen. And anything that cannot change day and night can never change the God covenant. God has destined that He will do mighty things. And whatsoever cannot change the covenant, whatsoever cannot change day and night, can never change what God has destined for you. That God has destined that He's going to bring supernatural provision into your life. God will make sure that He's going to do it for you. 
He's going to bring that supernatural provision that nothing can change it. As long as the demons in your house cannot change day and night, as long as the demons in your house cannot change anything, they can't change the will of God concerning you. Amen. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 20 to 22, let's see what God said. As long as nothing can change day and night, what He has destined for you can never be changed. Nobody can change the will of God concerning your life. That said the Lord, if, if ye can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and that there, there shall not be day and night in thy season. 21. Amen. If you can break day and night, if you can, there will not be day and night in any season. Look what God is telling us. If only you can break this thing. If you can change this thing, if only the demons, if only Satan can change these things, damn it, that what he has promised you cannot, cannot stand again. But as long as Satan cannot change it, as long as no scientist can change it, as long as nobody can change it, and what God has destined for us will surely come to pass. He's ready to what? To bring supernatural provisions. He's ready to change things in our life. Amen. That he should not have a son to reign upon his throne, and with the liberty, uh, with the liberty of the prince, my mistress. Amen. Bible says that if nothing can change this thing, then that then may the covenant that are destined for David be broken. God has a very great covenant with David that he's going to pick someone to reign after after him. If nothing can break this thing, if nothing can change this thing, if you cannot change, if only you can change it at night, then that covenant will be broken. But if nothing can change it, then what God has destined for us will surely come to pass. Today, David is not there, but you are the one there. You are the seed that God has planted. But if nothing can change this thing, and nothing can change your blessing, nothing can change what God has destined for you, He will be able to provide for you. He's able to change all these things into your life. As the host of heaven cannot be numbered, neither the sand of the sea measured, so I will multiply the seed, the seed of the devil by my servants and the liberty that minister unto me. Amen. Then he's going to what? Blesses as long as what? Nothing. As the host of the heaven cannot be numbered, neither the seed of the sea measured. So will I multiply the seed of David, my servant, and the Levite that minister unto me. But nothing can change it. No matter what God has destined for you, as long as you cannot number certain things, as long as certain things cannot be numbered in life, the same way that nothing can change your blessing, nothing can stand against what God has destined for you, nothing can prevent what God has done for you. Or even all demons respect the covenant. Demons respect covenant that God has destined. So anytime you are in Christ Jesus, know that even demons what respect what the covenant. Demons what obey what God has destined. Demons honor it. Demons give respect to the covenant of God. God has destined something great for you, and nothing can change it. Nothing can bring it down. Nothing can prevent you from what becoming blessed. Nothing can stop you from reigning on earth yet. 
Nothing can stop you from becoming great and mighty. Nothing can stop you from taking dominion over the earth here. Nothing can prevent your life. Nothing can limit you. God has destined something mighty for you. Amen. We are going to learn about how does God supply. How would God supply into your life? Which way would God supply? How would God make the provision into your life? Amen. God knows how to make provision. And one of the ways that God will supply into your life is that God has a storehouse in heaven. There's a storehouse in heaven that God has prepared for his children. That anytime his children are in need, he opens the storehouse and releases what? The blessing. Anytime his children need something great in their life, that, that storehouse is what? Being opened. God opened that storehouse and releases the blessing and pour down the blessing and make the blessing what? Supernaturally into our life. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12, there's a, there's a storehouse in heaven that God opens. That God releases what? Blessings into our life. That when the time is you, God was opening that doors and pour down what? Blessings. That God opens that doors and what? Releases what? Mighty things into our life and provides supernaturally into our life. There's a great mighty house. Amen. Let's read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. The God shall open to you what? His good treasure. God shall open to you what? His good treasure. There's a mighty treasure in heaven that God has destined for you and I. That God has prepared that he's going to open unto us. Today you might be nobody, but in the next minute, God can turn the situation around. God can make your life blessed. God can make your life supernaturally. God can make your life wonderfully. God can provide for you. They can be sucking from your room today. But the next moment, God will provide a house for you. Because God has got a storehouse in heaven. So he's going to open that storehouse. He's going to open that house and pour his blessing into our life. Read it again. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. The heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season. Man, so God shall open unto us his good treasure. He's going to open that heaven and give us what? Rain in what? In due season. There's a season that God has destined for your life. That When that season comes, no demon can stop you. No demon can prevent you. God is, is going to open the heavens and pour down his rain. He's going to open what? His treasure in heaven. And pour down rain in due season, and pour down prosperity, and pour down health, and pour down supernatural things in what that due season unto us. And to bless all the work of thy hand. And bless the work of what thy hand. The work that is tomorrow today, God is saying that in due season, it's going to open the heavens, the treasures of heaven, and pour down His blessing, and bless the work of your hands. The work, what are your works of your hands? Are they, are they, is it going down? Are people disregarding your ways? Are people giving all kinds of complaints against you? Are people insulting you? Don't be worried. The time is coming. And the time has come that God will open the windows of treasures of heaven and pour down his blessing and turn the situation around one more time. Amen. And thou shalt lead unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Thou shalt lend unto what? Many nations, and thou shalt not what? Borrow. You will not borrow again. You will lend. You the poor man, you the poor woman, who have been walking up and down, 
But say, now, when the windows of heaven is being opened, you will not what borrow anymore. You will not what go to people and be begging anymore. But this time, the windows is open up to you, and you will lend unto many nations, not one person, not not, not unto some people, but nations. Nations will come to you. Nations will run to you for help. Nations will run to you for things to be well with them, because God has blessed you, because God has turned your situation around, because God has what make things possible unto you, because God has made things what powerful. He said, "What? He will open the windows of heaven and bless your life. Depend on God that He's able to provide, that He's able to give, that He's able to turn life around, that He's able to make all grace sufficient unto us, that He's able to make all things possible. The impossible will become possible. You who is to learn, but now you know you no longer learn any longer. You know God, you no longer borrow unto from people any longer. But what you start giving out, you start releasing, you start." making things possible. People will be running to you. People will be coming from all far because the heavens have been opening to you. Because the God of supernatural provision have come into your life and now you become what? A very great person in life. There were people who were nobody. Who people never respect and regarding anything. But when the window was opened unto them, when God supplied into their life, today they are givers. They are suppliers of mighty things. So would God do into our life. Amen. And God will supply. The second way God will supply. That God will supply from his unlimited resources. God has what? Unlimited what? Resource. That he's going to supply mighty things into our life. God never lack. There's no way that God be lacking. That things are not sufficient for God. And God is begging. And God is moving up and down and struggling to do. No, 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 no. God has never lacked. And he will never lack. And it's going to supply what from what this what unlimited resources. There are resources that can never be limited. There are resources that nobody can bring down. There are resources that nobody can look down upon it. That's how God will supply for you. Because he's the God of what unlimited God. That nothing can what be limited for him. That nothing will be too big. No amount of money can be expensive for God that God cannot supply. What case is against you? That you need money to supply. Or you need money to quench that situation. You need God. But God is able. He's the God of what? Unlimited resources. And God is going to supply from what? That unlimited resources into your life. In the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. Yes. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. But my God shall supply all your needs. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Say my God shall supply all your needs. Not some of our needs, but all our needs. And my God is the supplier of every need. God is the supplier of every good thing. Say, my God shall supply all your needs. All, 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 all our needs. According to his riches. In Christ Jesus, God will supply for you. He is the supplier of every need. Not part of the need. God will not do something and leave something for you to continue. No, no, no. He will supply all, all. Including the present one, including the past one, whatever you lost, whatever you need in future, Bible says God will supply all our needs. All, ha. there is a glorious God that we serve that is able to supply, that is able to give in abundance, that is able to what make all things what great and mighty unto us, that He's able to what 
provide supernaturally into our life. God is able. God is able. He is the able God. He is the able God. He is the able God. Amen. We read something from Psalm 145, 15 to 16. And the last one is that God is the God of all sufficient. Our God is the God of what? All sufficient. There's nothing that God lacks. He's the God of what? All sufficient. He's the all sufficient God. God have abundance. He have mighty things. He have greater things that He's able to what? Supply. Because the all sufficient God. There's no way God will be lacking. That God was begging something from somebody or something. No, 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 no. It has never happened before. And it will never happen. Because our God is a good God. He's a sufficient God. Psalm 1, 4, 5, verse 15 and 16. The eyes of, the eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Verse 16. Thou openest thine hand, and satisfest the desire of every living thing. Amen. The, the eye of the Lord is the eye of all waits upon thee. Mm. See, all our eyes is what waiting upon the Lord. And thou givest them their meat in due season. See, all eyes is looking upon thee. All eyes, not some of the eyes, but the whole world. Every eye is looking upon the Lord. And God will give them in what due season. God is a sufficient God. God never lacks. He never gives some and rejects some. Is able to give all as long as you are the seed of Abraham, as long as you are, the, you are his creation, is able to provide for you, he's able to make God provision into your life, he's able to what? provide whatever you are lacking. See, all eyes is upon the Lord, and he's able, he's able to what? give all to them, he's able to provide, he's able to what? supply whatever they need, he's able to what? to give them all what they need in what? due season. And it's able to what? Turn their captivity around. It's able to what? Bless them. Oh, thou openeth thy hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. See, thou open thy hand and satisfy. God open his hand and satisfy the desire of all living things. Are you a living thing? Are you living? Then God will supply for you. The all-sufficient God will supply for you. There's no way he will lack. There's no way he will be begging. There's no way his account will go low. It's a sufficient God. He have abundance. He have more than we can think. More than what you can even imagine, is able to supply. Is able to give us in our deal in what due season. Is able to make life comfortable unto us. Is able to what to change the situation and make the situation the better one and turn things around. Amen. In Psalm 105, 8 to 10. Psalm 105, verse 8 to 10. He hath remembered his covenant forever. The word which he, which he commanded to a thousand generations. But he hath remembered all his covenants forever. The one which he hath commanded for to a thousand generations. Now, what God has promised you, what God has destined to bring you to the God said, He hath remembered his covenant. God has never forgotten about you. God has never rejected you. You are still in the mind of God. God is still what remembering you to supply, to give unto you, to make sure that what things are well with you, because He's the all-sufficient God. God will never lack. God have never lacked. He is sufficient. 
it's remembering us. He's still doing mighty things. He's still supplying greater things into our life. So what has been happening, what, thousand generations, God is still remembering. What you have promised your father that he will do to your, to your family, God is still doing it. God will supply it. Amen. Which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac. So what, they promised what? That he have what made with what? Abraham. And his oath with what? Isaac. That what God has given, the oath that God has given to Isaac, God is still what? Remembering. His covenant with Abraham, God is still remembering. As you are a child or a seed of Abraham, God will remember you and change things in your life and make your life more comfortable. Do not reject. Do, do not give up. Don't just stand on your ground and we still wait for him and be ready that he's able to supply, that he's able to give in abundance and able to turn your situation around one more time and make life more comfortable. Amen. See, he confirmed the same blessing that he gave to Abraham that moved to Isaac. Now it came to Jacob. Now to the whole of Israel. What God has destined for you, it won't be only you. It will move to your children, 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 children. You said your house will be blessed. There will be great and mighty things in your house. There will be what supernatural things in your life. You see mighty things being demonstrated. You see what greater things being what taking place all around you because God has never forgotten his covenant. He still remembers his covenant that he's able to do, that he's able to supply, that he's able to turn the situation around, that he's able to make what life better unto us. God is too faithful. God is too faithful. And he's able, he's able, he's able, he's able to do. Let your trust be on the Lord and believe that he will change your situation and believe that your life will never be the same because he's going to provide supernaturally where there seems to be no way. He'll provide way there. And uh, in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, says, our God is able to make all things abundant toward us. He's able to supply because he's the sufficient God. You have everything in sufficiency that you, who is nobody, will be, become somebody. One more time. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound to, towards you. So God is able to what, make all grace, not some of the grace, but all grace abound toward you. He's able. He's the only going to make you. That is his death supernatural provider. Nobody can provide for you supernaturally. The demon will somewhat provide money but at later you'll be crying. Later you'll be sharing tears. Later you'll regret of putting yourself into certain things because they'll be chasing to take your life. They'll be willing to kill your family. They'll be willing to take something precious out of your house because of you sold your spirit into them. But when it comes to God He's able to make all grace abandoned towards you. That's why He came to die. That he might take our curse, he might take all our disgrace and shame that upon himself, that he might give us our, his grace, his abundant grace, that all things would be sufficient towards our life. Amen. That ye also having all sufficiency in, in all things may abide to every good Amen. That ye having all things was sufficiency. 
God wants to bring His grace abundant toward us. That we will have what all things what sufficiency. That we will not lack in what everything. That we may abound in what every good work. That we may walk in what every good work. That we may walk in what the supernatural. God have destined to bring abundance into our life. We have destined to make life more comfortable to us. There is a God of what supernatural provision who is able to do all things, who is able to make life comfortable and meaningful unto us. What do you want in life? What do you want God to do to him? Run to him. He's calling unto you. He wants you to come to him. That he will, able, that he will be able to work, provide supernaturally unto you. Today, people will be mocking you. Now, who, you always preach this one. You have been saying this one. You are always going to church. But we don't see any change in your life. Let them mock you. When the due season comes, it will be to work in its own due season. When the season comes, those who mock you will be running to you to celebrate with you. Those who mock you will be coming to you just to beg, just to take money from you. Those who mock you will come and sit under the table that God has set prepared or prepared into your life. They will come and say, help me. My child wants to go to school. Help me to go to this one. Help me do this one. They will come that if you're not around, they can't do certain things in life again because God is able to make all grace, all grace, prosperity grace, healthy grace, all the grace you can think of, favor, whatever you can think of, God is able to make that grace abundant toward us. Wait upon the Lord and He's going to bless your life. Hallelujah. For one of the first steps for you to walk in that supernatural provision is for you to give your life unto Christ. It's for you to accept the Lord as a Lord, the personal Savior. Anytime you come to Jesus Christ, anytime you accept Him, you are qualified for this supernatural provision. You have been qualified for mighty things to be opened unto your life. Come to Jesus and your life will never be the same. Run to Jesus and it's going to turn your life around. Everywhere you are, I want to lead you. For you to come to Jesus, for you to accept Him as a Lord and personal Savior. For Him to open doors into your life. For Him to turn your situation around one more time. I want you to say this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash away my sin. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord over my life. I believe in my heart that you died and you rose again, rose again on the third day for my sin. Forgive me and wash me with your blood in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for listening. I pray that God will release the supernatural provision into our life and make your life more comfortable and bring joy back into your life one more time. God bless you for listening. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.